Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We as human beings are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello and welcome to episode 94 of Navigating the Modern World. Today we are going to be talking about what drives our actions. So what actually is the underlying force that creates action? And I want to start this conversation by stating to I want to give you the opportunity to really listen to this podcast not as if it's absolute truth but to actually listen to it from a place of curiosity of turning within and doing some self-reflection because it doesn't matter what I say it doesn't matter um, what I teach when we hear something, but we don't actually see the application in our life, it doesn't stick. It's like intellectually knowing, but not full on knowing, like in your body, in your bones, knowing. And I want you to really look. I want you to really look. And I'm going to start kind of with what started or what inspired this podcast, um, So today I got up and I got professionally dressed and that's pretty common. Um, But I just got this new shirt that has kind of like a small turtleneck and it's an all black shirt and I had the shirt on and then I had my blazer on top of it. And I walk into the bathroom and my boyfriend is brushing his teeth and he says, oh my gosh, you almost look like a priest like you uh, all you need is like a white thing in the middle of that shirt and you would look like you know a clergy person and in the moment I kind of laughed ha, 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 and um, then carried on through my day and then I got home from work a little while ago and I had to go to the post office so I decided to walk because it's pretty close so I just you know grab the things and take off And as I'm walking, I kind of began almost like experimenting with what it would feel like to be a clergy person because it's going to seminary is something I've always like pondered on or thought about doing. And I just like got this like sense over me to kind of role play and feel what it feels like um, to be in that position. And so I was feeling it and it was feeling really good. There was like um there was like a sense of authority or a sense of significance. So I then asked myself, what is driving that desire to want to one role play and feel out what it would feel like if I went to seminary? And what also drives me to the thought that I want to potentially go to seminary and become a person of 
um, clergy or, you know, a pastor or a person that does service in the world from that stance. And as I asked that question, a bunch of things began arising. And the main thing that arose that felt so true is that I have a deep sense of unworthiness. And if you're a person listening to this podcast, I would have you check in and see if some some form of unworthiness or unvaluable or insignificant um, feelings about yourself exists inside you. And I, you know, I have had kind of a story that I'm a bad person or I'm not good enough since I was a little girl. And I really felt when I was asking these questions that doing something like that would give me a sense of value and worth. It would finally prove to myself that I was valuable and worthy. And then I would give my life over to a life of service, which would then prove me to be a good person and valuable and worthy. And it was so intense. Like it just kind of washed over me like a flood. And, and inside of that awareness, I really got the idea of choice. And what I mean by that is that most human beings do not take action or plan their future based on conscious choice. Most of us, you know, we all have stories that run in our minds, stories that direct how we feel about ourselves or what we're trying to prove in the world or what we're trying to prove to others, right? We, we have these kind of stories or familiar, familial patterns from passed down from our families, passed down from our parents, or even past generations. Or we have, you know, this dialogue about our life or about who we are or about our future based on everything that's ever happened to us from our past or so past history. And we then move into the future or think into the future based on all of those factors. It's very, very rare that we make a choice from nothing. It's very, very rare that we make a choice about who we are or what we're doing or what we're going to do based on a blank slate, like a blank canvas. Most of the time, the slate or the canvas has a bunch of things piled on top. And then we think about our future and we're trying to like imagine which future would be best with all of this stuff piled up on our slate and on our canvas. And for me, part of what's piled up on my canvas and slate is that I'm unworthy or I'm not good enough. Or another one that um, feels really true to me is that I'm going to be left you know, ever since I was little, there's like this constant of around men or partners leaving me. And so I can see how that is informing my future, right? So I can see all these things. And whenever I bring awareness in moments of really thinking about what I want to do for my future. So when I bring awareness of like, what is driving that desire? What is driving that want to go to seminary and become part of clergy or what what is having me want to role play that to see how it feels i can really see this undercurrent that 
I want to know that I'm significant, that I want to know that I make a difference, that I want to know that I'm worthy and the life I've lived here is worthy. And I can see that having that mindset and that, you know, all of the kind of past history and stories I've collected about who I am in my life, I can see that it really is pushing me in this direction. And there's nothing wrong with that direction. I might go to seminary, who knows? And if I'm going to seminary to prove something about myself, to prove that I'm, that I'm worthy or to prove that I'm significant or to prove that I've done a good job here in this lifetime, then the motivation behind it may never get fulfilled. I might then go to seminary and then still feel unworthy and still not think I'm a good person, right? Like we can continue to chase things because we think they're going to give us something. Or we can go to the root and really work on that root. So for me, I can really see how it's a constant practice to be working on my self-worth, working on knowing that I'm significant and worthy and a good person without having to do anything, without having to, you know, do things to prove that to the outside world, that I actually can take action to work on that. And inside of that, inside of the awareness of really seeing what's driving some of my thoughts about my future or driving some of my actions, I can see it and I can then choose to do that thing or not without all of the baggage or all of the stuff on my slate or my canvas. I can really choose from nothing like, oh, like I can see that I'm worthy and good already. And do I want to go to seminary because that's something I really want? I can begin to investigate my wants and needs from a place of trueness, like genuine, authentic trueness within myself versus this trying to prove something. And I want to say that, you know, I do this with a lot of things. Like as human being, I, I make my choices based on a, a lot of things that are kind of subconscious. They're like underneath my radar. Like I don't quite know that that's why I'm making that choice. Even though if I looked and dug, I could probably find it. Like for instance, um, food, like my choice around food, what I eat. So much of my choices around food is based in desiring comfort, really wanting comfort. And so I'll choose foods that for a split second give me comfort. And if I understand why I'm choosing that food, then one, I then have a space to choose something else if I really want. Like if I wanted to eat more healthy, I could choose that because I understand what's what's driving my want for maybe mac and cheese or something uh, more comforting. And then I could give myself comfort in healthier ways. And then I could also in my life, I could begin looking and I could really look at different ways to comfort myself. Because if we're taking actions, like for instance, me, if I'm eating food that's comforting, that, that gives me like a split second of comfort, but then after I eat it and I ingest it and then I feel heavy and gross and then I beat myself up for eating it, can you see that it's not actually doing that thing that we deeply need or desire? 
Most things, when we just act out of this kind of need for approval or need for comfort, the thing that we go to doesn't actually solve or make us feel the way we want to feel. Maybe for like a split teeny second. But mostly that feeling goes away. And then we're left maybe even feeling less comforted. Like when you eat something really heavy and your body feels really uncomfortable. Well, now not only are you not comforted, but your body now feels uncomfortable. And so I just am making this podcast because I think it's so important to begin to inquire into what is having me act? What has me really wanting to do this thing that I'm about to do right now, like maybe drinking or smoking a cigarette or um, wanting to go to graduate school or wanting to buy those clothes or wanting to get on Instagram, right? We can really bring this into every area of our life, even like coffee. Like why, why would I want a cup of coffee, you know? Like, why would I get on my computer right now? Like really begin just investigating what's driving our actions. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because it's so beautiful to bring awareness to the things that truly drive us, that kind of are on autopilot drive in our life. And when we look at the things that are on autopilot drive, and some of those things, I'm guessing, the things that you do kind of automatically, repetitively, some of those things, my guess is, is that you don't really want to do them all the time. You might try to quit doing them. You might, you know, you might want to stop eating so unhealthy. You might want to, you know, stop sitting on the couch instead of going to the gym, like whatever it is. You might want to stop buying so many clothes. That if you really begin to investigate why we do things, it creates space and a pause for something new. So if there's any part of you that's wondering, why do I do this action? I want to suggest that you actually sit, maybe you close your eyes and you really ask yourself, like, what does this thing give me? Like, what am I actually looking for? What does doing this thing help me feel like? What experience does this thing give me? And you can begin to unlayer and unpack some of the ways that you act, some of the ways that you might live on autopilot, some of the ways that you might be doing something that you could very easily move to doing something else, something more helpful for you, something more in alignment with who you truly are. So if this podcast or any of the other podcasts that I've ever posted that you've ever listened to have been helpful, please go over to iTunes on your computer and rate and review this podcast and just know that you are not alone wherever you are, that I'm with you and I'm so blessed to be on this journey with you until next time.